The murder trial of a man accused of killing a Daytona Beach police officer is set to begin today. Othel Wallace is accused of shooting officer Jason Rayner in the head. Westview's Bob Hazen is following this case this morning. And Bob, even though this case happened in Daytona Beach, the trial is not happening in Volusia County. That's right, the trial is moved because of the Wallace's lawyers said that he couldn't get a fair trial in Daytona Beach. Now, as you said, Otha Wallace is accused of killing Daytona Beach police officer Jason Rayner back in 2021. And Officer Rayner had approached Wallace in a car at an apartment complex. Investigators say the car matched the description of a stolen car that they'd been looking for. During that confrontation, Wallace allegedly pulled out a gun and shot Rayner. Several days later, he was captured hiding in a treehouse in Georgia. His attorneys have claimed there was no good reason for the stop in the first place and that Wallace was profiled. They also want to block prosecutors from saying anything about Wallace being connected to any radical political organizations. The trial was moved to Clay County, about 80 miles from Daytona, kind of near Jacksonville, because of the publicity around the murder and the search for Wallace. Jury selection starts this morning. The judge expects it should last a week. The trial could go for a month. Prosecutors do plan to ask for the death penalty for Wallace if he's found guilty. Reporting live, Bob Hazen, West 2 News. All right, Bob, and West 2 News will be there throughout this entire trial. From the moment the jury seated to the final verdict, download the West 2 News mobile app to get alerts whenever there's a major development in the courtroom. A baby, two children, and their grandmother are all dead after a teen driver ran a stop sign and hit their SUV. Troopers say the teen driver behind the wheel was just 15 years old, and he is still in the hospital this morning. Last night, the community gathered for a vigil. That crash happened just before 7 o'clock Sunday evening on Laurel Avenue in Point Siena. FHP says a 15-year-old ran through a stop sign and hit the side of the family's SUV. The mother of the children and daughter of the grandmother says that she wants to see that 15-year-old driver held accountable. I'm 100% sure this person didn't wake up and say I'm going to kill an entire family. But you know what? When we make mistakes, we have to be accountable for it, forgiven or not. And I'm not going to stop until I get justice for my family. It's heartbreaking on so many levels. Uh, the grandfather of those kids survived the crash, but he's still in the hospital this morning. The grandparents had just moved to Florida to retire, to be with their grandchildren. Family has set up a GoFundMe to help with funeral expenses. It can be found on our website, WESH.com. No one has been charged after a one-year-old girl was shot in the head at a Palm Coast home. Flagler County Sheriff Rick Staley says eight people were in the house when the little girl was killed. I can't even imagine. I, I just can't. I can't imagine what happened to them. I can't, I can't even put that in my head because I think that's unimaginable. Investigators have named 21-year-old C.J. Nelson Jr. as a person of interest. Deputies only arrested him for a violation of probation. Nelson has not been charged with the death of the child. In Marion County, a man is being held on no bond accused of raping a child in Ocala. According to the victim, who is transgender, 57-year-old Anthony Outer sexually assaulted him at an abandoned home off Highway 40 when he was 9 or 10 years old. The victim says Outer paid him $100 and threatened him to stay silent. Deputies are also investigating additional allegations of sexual abuse against Outer. Well, there's an investigation that's happening right now in Polk County after police shot a suspect. Bartow officers responded to a report that that suspect, 32-year-old Joshua Walker, 
had a gun and was threatening people in the area. After police arrived, they say Walker pointed that gun at officers. They shot him twice. No officers got hurt. Sheriff says Walker had multiple warrants out for his arrest. He remains in critical condition this morning in the hospital. Congressional maps drawn by Governor Ron DeSantis and other Republican lawmakers must now be redrawn after a state judge ruled those maps unconstitutional. That ruling is expected to be appealed to the state Supreme Court as soon as this week. West 2's Greg Fox explains why the ruling may not change how districts were redrawn in Central Florida. Uh, in the NAACP was designated uh, as, uh, as the, uh, the Negro National Anthem. Al Lawson has been the voice for African Americans in North Florida since he was elected to Congress in 2016. But when Governor Ron DeSantis vetoed the congressional district map drawn by Republican lawmakers, he called it an illegal racial gerrymander. He then submitted his own map that went from this to this, with critics saying African American voters were losing representation. Let's take a closer look at that blue District 5 heavily populated by minorities that elected Lawson. The governor's map pushed District 5 over to Jacksonville. Lawson ran for the new District 2, also drawn to favor a Republican, and Lawson lost. In a ruling Saturday, a Leon Circuit judge sided with the plaintiffs who fought the governor's map. He said by dismantling a congressional district that enabled black voters to elect their candidates of choice under the previous plan, the enacted plan violates the Florida Constitution. He ordered lawmakers to redraw the districts. Democrats call the governor's map part of a larger mission to disenfranchise minority voters from school curriculums to workplace diversity training to the ballot box. This community should be angry at their governor because it is not their governor. He does not represent them. So the black community should be angry, but take that anger and take that passion and put it to, to action, and that's by voting. Republicans say Democrats are simply mad that they no longer have the power to draw districts to their liking as they did before losing the majority in the late 90s. This isn't discrimination. This is using the power of the people that voted you into office to do what the people want you to do, which is make districts that represent them. Not affected by the judge's ruling were previous challenges to the way congressional district lines were redrawn by the governor and Republican lawmakers right here in Central Florida. Democrat Stephanie Murphy's District 7 in Orange and Seminole counties shifted away from Orange and into Volusia County. Volusia County! That made it easy for Republican Corey Mills to win the seat. Greg Fox, West 2 News. Well, an appeal to the conservative state Supreme Court is expected at any time, and some analysts predict a favorable ruling by the justices since most of them were appointed by the governor. From shark bites to water rescues, it was a busy holiday weekend for Volusia County Beach safety. And our Tony Atkins is joining us live from Daytona Beach. Tony, while there likely won't be as many people out on the sand today, the risk really does remain high for those who will be out there. Yeah, that's right, Jason. Now let's talk about this, the, ri the risk of rip currents. That's going to be an issue today, even though more people probably won't be at the beach today as they were yesterday for Labor Day. I want to give you a live look. Now that the sun is starting to come up, you can see some of that rough surf there. And this comes on the heels of a very busy Labor Day for rescuers. Here in Volusia County, 184 people had to be rescued from the ocean in some fashion yesterday. Two sisters in their 50s, they were visiting from Louisiana, and they were found floating 
reacting and not responding over in New Smyrna Beach's waters. Now, they were about 50 to 100 feet away from each other, and they were both brought back to shore. One regained consciousness, but we're still working to get updates on their conditions. Then there is also another issue, which is shark bites. There were two yesterday over in Ponce Inlet. Both victims are okay. A woman from Apopka was in waist-deep water when she was bitten on her foot, and then there was a surfer over in Ponce Inlet Jetty. He was bitten on his hand. Now, later this morning at 9 o'clock, county leaders plan to give an update on beach restoration efforts. You know, after hurricanes Ian and Nicole passed through yesterday, there was some serious damage done to the beach, and that also really contributed to the issue that we've spoken about with, with the rip currents. And we're going to get an update on the progress in addressing those issues. That meeting starts at 9 o'clock this morning. For now, reporting live at Daytona Beach, Tony Atkins, West 2 News.